Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is specially spellbinding, specifically spiteful, and splendidly spunky. <laughs> spiteful and spunky, and you are not wrong. I'm Lisa. I know. And I am Lindsay. This is the podcast where we deliberate the best and worst of a topic, and you, dear listeners, get to decide who you think is right. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. Let us hit the recap and poll results from our Sea Life episode before we get into our topic for this week. All right, so Lisa, the poll results are in for our Sea Life episode. Yes. Your favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> yep. How many nightmares did last week's episode inspire for I you? I have had wacky dreams, and so maybe it is related to this. Maybe it oh is gosh. trauma, rooted in trauma from the podcast. It might be. It might be. Is there such a thing as quarantine dreams? I think there might be, because I, I am not having sea life dreams, but I'm having other weird dreams. Yeah. Ooh, quarantine dreams is a really cool band name. Or album <sighs> title. Maybe an album title. I was, was going to say, I think that's Jinky Tongs's first <laughs> single. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Janky Tongs has so much to do. Okay. I know. Well, what are they doing? Wasting their quarantine. That's what Janky Tongs are doing. <laughs> Wasting. Absolutely, yes. Yep. So, in the... Oh, man. This is not gonna... I already feel worried about this record, because... <laughs> I'm all over the place. It's fine. It's fine. It. All right. In the garbage it. showdown, between my garbage of the Bill Cosby of the Sea Dolphins... <laughs> Yes. And your garbage cephalopods. Yeah. You do win. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bear, wow. You, by one vote, you win. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. That was a tight one. Oh, so yeah. then in our gold showdown between my gold of plankton, mm -hmm. the uh, the organisms that really make sea life possible. That's right. Giver of life. Yeah. And your gold, the potato of the sea. <laughs> Manatees, yes, you do win by Yay! a lot. I think people just voted for manatees. Like, I think like legit manatees has a ton of votes that I don't know where they came from. So, <laughs> is it voter fraud? Maybe, or people just voted for manatees. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't care about anything else in the episode, but manatees, yes. <laughs> Precious little sea cows. Oh, yeah. So you are the expert on sea life here. Congratulations. <gasps> I've been afraid so of it sweet. for a very long time. So I feel like I have more knowledge than I should. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Okay, so I also have more exciting news, which is I have our Facebook review winner this week, Ooh. which was randomly selected from the people that have left reviews. It is Alyssa A. <laughs> so Alyssa, I will be in contact with you to get you info for your swag and then we will talk more about that review contest at the end of this episode so did Alyssa's review include like the phrase topics I never yes. knew I wanted yes. needed to yes, know more about <laughs> yep that yes. was my favorite review I've ever heard <laughs> It's very true. And she was, I promise she was randomly selected, but yeah, it did have that in the review and it was yes. very great. So thanks. Yes, 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 yes. We're going to continue that theme this week too. So feel good about that. Um, yeah. And then we actually, we have a recommendation this week, Lindsay. We what do. are you recommending? What is your recommendation? Um, well, so quarantine life has, me has meant that you really need to up your quarantine snacks. Yes. And so I would like to recommend a quarantine snack. It is by the lovely folks over at Nabisco. It is their tiramisu flavor cream 
Oreos and they are delicious. So if you are looking for something to eat in one sitting because you have children and they're driving you crazy, I cannot recommend more the tiramisu Oreos. Yes, those Oreos sound amazing. And it's it's a chocolate cookie, right? Because I know sometimes their special flavors have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham oh, or whatever. Okay, let no. me eat one on microphone for you, Lisa, Please so you do. can see it. So it is probably about the consistency of a double stuff. And Ooh. then it's it looks like a regular Oreo. And then the cream is there's a white cream side. And then there's like a, oh, a beige coffee cream. That. Yes. Oh, yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I'm super here for that. Mm-hmm. Quarantine snacks, folks. Yeah. Get in there. Do not... Um, sleep on them. Yeah. Okay. So I have a recommendation that's not mm. for food, which is then we don't want to hear it. Yeah. Tell me about right. it. Right. So I kind of had this thought though, as I've been doing the random number generator for our Facebook giveaway things. I'm wondering how do you feel if we number all of our topic ideas from like one to whatever, and then we use a random number generator at the end of the episode on air to select next week's topic. <laughs> I, I don't feel good about that, but <laughs> because then I usually, okay, listeners, here we go. Usually I get a veto power <laughs> and like we double check that we both want to do that topic. And now I'm worried that I, that I well, lose all veto power. Okay. So what if we do this? What if we prune our topic list and then okay. have mutually agreed upon topics that are numbered? Oh, fine. <laughs> Would you like Fine. to have another Oreo while you think about it? <laughs> yes. No, that sounds lovely. Let's do it. I'm <laughs> it here sounds for it. like a great idea, and <laughs> I think that we should do it. <laughs> I feel like I need to get acting lessons because <laughs> you can always tell when I'm not really agreeing, but I'm like, okay, for the record. So I'm I'm gonna when this is all over, I'm gonna take improv lessons and you guys better watch out. Because you're never going to know how Lindsay's feeling. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to hide my emotions. I am going to repress them like every therapist tells you not to do. Yeah. You guys have caused this. <laughs> you, have, you have. But you guys, she just means me. Please don't take this personally. It's just <laughs> yes. Me. Lisa has caused me to have psychological damage <laughs> because she does not want to know my true feelings. <sighs> so good. <gasps> All right. Any other things, Lindsay, before we transition to the show? Um, no. Can we take an Oreo break? Yes, we absolutely can. So we will get on to the show while Lindsay eats another Oreo. All right. So, Lisa, our topic for today possibly the dumbest topic we have ever discussed <laughs> i mean maybe dumbest topic we've discussed on the podcast because i feel like in real life we have yeah, okay yep also fair also yep. fair yeah yep. mm-hmm. um so our topic for today is places to donate or sell your used junk and this is a shout out to our ideas intern and yep i'm saying it it's the dumbest idea our ideas intern has ever had oh this is fireable in my opinion you know, and also, when was the last time the ideas intern sent us an idea? I think we did fire him. Oh, no. Well, oh, whatever. It's our property because he generated those ideas while he was our intern. So we retain right. ownership of those ideas even after Obviously. he's gone. Yep. Yep. Obviously. Proprietor. Because internships yep. are fair. Lisa, would yes. you like to give us some, I mean, help us here. Give <laughs> us some background, some research on I places will. to donate or sell your used junk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd love to. Okay. So the topic is sell slash donate. But the research is going to be straight donations because I just don't feel like looking up stats for garage sales <laughs> and whatever else that makes a lot of sense. So and I get to decide the research. So we're doing research on donation places. So this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. Yes. Great. Excellent. <laughs> I feel like we, you know. With such a dedicated research department and yes. interns, yes, what more could everyone ask for? Is best podcast ever. The first thing I'm going to start with is the difference between a nonprofit and a charity, which I didn't Ooh. know there was a difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Go. Don't make this into a good topic. That's like educational. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually did some like good research. I think I was going to say solid research, backed up and decided on good. <laughs> Just a nice, clean, good is where I'm going to sit with that. So proud of you. Proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) Trying to be real careful with my words here. Okay. So while all charities are nonprofits, not all nonprofits are charities. And the main difference, yeah, the suspense of that sentence, I know. The main difference between them is that a nonprofit is simply that none of the corporation's net profit from donations, fees, or business activities will benefit any individual. So this is how so many many organizations get away with nonprofit status, like the NFL. So they are organized. Oh, yeah. So they are organized as mutual benefit nonprofit corporations because they serve their members' collective interests, but don't benefit the general public. So if that feels gross to you, it should, because that is just, it's real, real loose what a nonprofit is. However, Mm. those nonprofits that do benefit the general public are typically the best known type of nonprofit, and we call them charities. And charities are organizations with philanthropic goals that aim to improve the quality of life for the community and beyond. And so they get their funding. It's either public or it's a private foundation. So that's where like those big trusts from uh, wealthy individuals or corporations come from or public charities get public supports or public support and donations and stuff like that. And many of those charities, we typically can kind of sort into churches, educational organizations and hospital and medical research organizations. So that's the difference between a charity and a nonprofit. According to Inhabitat, Here are the six best places to donate your things. So if you want to donate your clothes, the best place to do that is Dress for Success or Career Gear. And that's an organization that's committed to helping men and women get jobs and thrive in a workplace by providing gently used work-appropriate clothing. So you can donate to those, and it helps those in poverty get a job and learn skills to contribute to their family and community. If you want to donate your books, you can either donate to the library or you can donate to a organization called Operation paperback and that sends books to troops veterans and military families and you sign up on the website you put in the genres and it gives you an address to send out your books to people if you want to donate your furniture and your appliances there the main one recommended for that is operated by habitat for humanity the restores they sell gently used home items and they accept like uh, kitchen appliances, building materials, tape measure, screwdrivers, all those types of things that you would use in your home. And they have it set up like a retail store to provide. Yes, for the- you'll learn more about those in a later part of the episode. Yay! 
to like mm-hmm. to to respect the integrity of the individual. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, if you want to donate your old sheets and linens, so if you got like you know a different size bed and you have a bunch of old sheets or whatever, a good place to donate those is an animal shelter because most places don't want your used sheets. Okay, and that's fair. That is absolutely right. fair. But an animal shelter can use them for lining beds or washing the animals. So like old towels and stuff like that. That's a good place to donate those. And finally, your electronics is a a good place to donate your electronics is the One Million Project. And they take cell phones, tablets and other electronic devices. And it provides low income high school students with free mobile devices and Internet connectivity to help them with their education. But as always, you should vet wherever you donate before you do. Uh, There's some good watchdog groups like GiveWell, Global Giving, and Impact Matters. And you should also check out the Donation Center's uh, website slash online presence. So yeah, that's my research. See? It was okay. That was... That that was good. Thank you. Thank you. That yeah, it's good. good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Lindsay, <laughs> what is a garbage location to either donate or sell your used junk? Well, Lisa, <laughs> um, my garbage place to donate or sell your used junk is Craigslist. Yeah. So, if you are not aware, Craigslist is an American classified entertainment. Not entertainment. It, well, well, sometimes yeah. entertainment. Yeah. Is an American classified as advertisements website with sections devoted to jobs, housing, for sale, items wanted, services, community service, gigs, resumes, and discussion forums. I would just like you to know I am currently living in a place that I found on Craigslist. Wow. Yep. Okay. Shh, I am also shocked. I think I found it on Craigslist and another place, but we'll get into that later. Craigslist was created in 1995 by Craig Newmark, who was newly moved to San Francisco, and he began it as an email distribution list to his friends, featuring hmm. events in the San Francisco Bay Area. It became a web-based service in 1996 and expanded into other classified categories. It started expanding to other U.S. cities in the year 2000 and now covers 70 countries. Most of those early postings were submitted by Craig himself and were notices of social events of interest to software and internet developers living and working in the San San Francisco area. So word of mouth led to rapid growth and the number of subscribers and postings grew rapidly and there was no moderation. Mm -hmm. And Craig was surprised when people started using the mailing list. Mm -hmm. This led to people posting other things besides just events um, and people who were trying to get technical positions found that all these techie people were on Craigslist. And so they started being like, hey, these are my skills. You should hire me. Or they could find the people with the skills that they wanted on Craigslist. Okay. So. That led to the addition of the jobs category. Um, yeah. And then user demand has has had more categories be added to the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The site serves more than 20 billion page views mm-hmm. per month, putting it in 72nd place overall among websites worldwide and 11th place overall among websites in the United States. Mm-hmm. And that is as of 2016. Okay. With more than 49.4 million unique monthly visitors in the United States alone. Yikes. With more than 80 million new classified as advertisements each month, Craigslist is the leading classified service in any medium. Mm-hmm. That information came from Wikipedia. Here are the reasons why. Yeah. Craigslist is garbage. Mm. Um, so my own experience, I believe I found this. Okay. I looked for places to live on Craigslist and yeah. I visited three places, two of which I was pretty sure were um, the worst places I was ever going. Like, yeah. 
you know when you meet someone you're like i really don't want them to have a key to my place and they're like and i'd be your landlord and you go Oh, no. Hard pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a wonderful landlord, a wonderful place to live. Mm -hmm. I would like you all to know that. Yes. I might have found them on Craigslist. Yeah. And and it's a miracle that I did. Yeah. (laughs) That's my own experience. But there are several reasons why Craigslist is garbage. Number one, in 2009, Philip Markoff was a 24-year-old medical student who used Craigslist ads to rob three women of questionable morals, one of which he killed, giving him the name... Craigslist killer. I'm sorry. I don't hear of a Habitat for Humanity killer. Sure don't. But a Craigslist killer um, is is the nickname that they gave Philip, who would uh, scroll the personal ads and then set up meetings with women where he would then rob them. Yeah. And in one instance, killed them. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yep. In 2016, a study found that there were 29,000 fraudulent postings in the 20 major cities of Craigslist. So like the t- like you can search when you go to Craigslist you search by region. Mm-hmm. And so of these 20 major cities, they found 29,000 fraudulent posts. Mm-hmm. Of those 29,000 fraudulent posts, only 47% of them had been flagged as frauds. No, oh, yeah. So Craigslist uses a mixture of they do their own policing but they also allow readers to flag things as fraudulent. Yeah. And they do, frankly, a terrible job of doing that. Yeah, yeah. Less than 50%. I don't know if you know this. Maybe it's been a while since you've been in school, but that's way failing. That's super fail. Mm -hmm. It's super fail. Mm -hmm. And the two biggest frauds that happen on Craigslist are credit report scams where oh um, they require you to to do to give them your credit information oh and then they will run your credit report for you of and course. then they steal your information of course or clone listings so what they will do is they will take a legitimate oh, craigslist mm-hmm. like real estate listing mm-hmm. and they will clone it and then they will you will contact them and they'll make you wire them the like first month's rent and then uh, it's not real because they're not the people who actually own oh, the place. Oh, wow. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. So, like, not okay. only are they, like, bad at flagging, but, like, the things that they are missing are these very serious, yeah. like, take people's money, steal their information kinds of things that they are just absolutely not paying attention to. Yeah. Um, like- and really, the the final reason that Craigslist is garbage is that people are garbage. Yeah, like 100%. giving people free access to post about whatever they mm-hmm. want without having set rules and regulations, and without having the kind of staff needed to keep an eye on that means that bad people will use uh, this for their own nefarious purposes. They will Absolutely. just do bad stuff. Absolutely, they will. And they do, obviously. I mean, if people who want to do bad things are going to find a way to do bad things, I think that that's true. But I feel like Craigslist is just a way to be like, oh, let us take out like 17 steps for you and just put you right from point A to point B. Just whoop, right there. So. Well, in nine years after Philip Markov, who was like famous for being the Craigslist killer, like, so, you know, like there's, there's tons more people. Yes. But like, He's the first one that's been like, yeah, he killed someone he met on Craigslist. Right. It was only in 2018 that Craigslist actually took down their personal ads section. Oh, my God. And the only reason they did that was 
get this there was a there was a national law put into place that holds third parties responsible if people use that third party website or whatever to traffic humans so the minute it became that craigslist could be be responsible Mm -hmm. then they did something it's like you have known that they could be yeah. legally liable because they've always been morally for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But now that they could be in trouble, it seems. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my research is wrong. Craigslist. Don't come after me. You've known for a long time that you've had issues. And yeah. like you can say what you want about Facebook. And we do. Yeah. But they at least work really hard to try to staff and keep an eye on what is going on. Yeah. And I don't understand why Craigslist isn't held to that kind of standard. Yeah. I I think if nothing else, everyone, if you are selling things, you need to be as safe as you possibly can be. Oh my God, please. And don't send anyone your financial information. Ever. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was my garbage Craigslist. (laughs) That's a good one. Thank you. Lisa. Yeah. What is your garbage? My garbage is the Facebook marketplace. (laughs) (laughs) It was founded or started or whatever on October 3rd, 2016. It's described as a destination for people to find and make offers for items directly through Facebook's mobile application. It is also described as a friendlier Craigslist, which is like saying a friendlier and maybe slightly less threatening grizzly bear. I don't know. It's like, you know, what are we what are we comparing that to? Yeah. Right. Craigslist is already a horror show. So I would hope literally everything is going to be more friendly than that. So, I mean, I don't think there's been a movie about the Facebook marketplace killer yet. Not yet. So Not yet. Let's give it time. Uh, so <laughs> I understand some people use Facebook marketplace as their business. And I'm not here to throw shade at you. Like, I, I truly I understand that that is a legitimate like storefront for people. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm here to throw shade at the buy-sell things in your local area groups. And you all know what I'm talking about because you always see it as like a suggested group to join. It's like, oh, things to buy-sell in Smithstown, Virginia, or wherever you live. And you're like, oh my god, there's so so many of them. So I understand the appeal, okay? So let's say, for example, you want to get rid of that old desk. It's fine, but you got a new desk and you don't need your old desk anymore. So you put it on Facebook. Be prepared for the following things to happen to you. No one, literally no one, will want to pay you what you want or feel the desk is worth. No one. No one will want to do that. Another thing that will happen, people will inquire about the desk and then ghost you immediately. In the comments, probably even. Or personal messages. So they might say, oh, how much for the desk? And you'll tell them, nothing. Oh, is that still for sale? Yep, nothing. Just constant ghosting. The other thing that will happen, people will want ridiculous specs and additional photos of the desk. They will want to know what kind of wood it is. What kind of feet does it have on it? What is the handle pulls of the drawers? When was it made? Who's the original artist? Uh, So many things that they'll want to know about this desk. And again, they shall ghost you after they ask these things. Another thing that will happen, people will want to swap slash barter. So they may say, oh, I really like that desk. I don't want to pay that much. Could I give you half the price and this? N- no. Unless it's banana bread, because th- these are quarantine times. And I'm I not banana eating bread. banana bread that someone is going to pay me on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. I will take banana bread from people I know and trust. I will not take it as payment on Facebook Marketplace. So anyway, and no one will want to pick up anything. A- 
anything. So if you're selling a desk, if you're selling a photo frame, whatever, you will have you will be expected to, to deliver that thing. And people are smart because they will say, like, pick up only. If it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we're getting rid of this thing, pick up only, because they know that's the first thing people are going to say is, will you deliver it to me? No, no, I'm not going to deliver it to you. It's just another thing I have to do to get a third of the price of a thing that I'm trying to get rid of. And then I have had to talk to you about for days. No, it's the worst. Okay. Other things you can expect from a Facebook buy slash sell page are people, they find stuff at a garage sale and then they try to turn a profit by upselling it. So they'll be like, oh. Oh, look at this unique item. And then they're trying to sell it for like a price that's like stupid. And you're like, I know you just went garage sailing and now you're trying like, yeah. like you're flipping junk. I just, ugh. okay. Anyway. And then finally, the last thing that I think is absolutely garbage about this is when people do bumping. So they're like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> So I don't know what that is, but it feels inappropriate. So they'll either comment on their own post to get it to bump to the top of the listing. So it means that no one has expressed interest in said item. So then they comment on their own with the phrase bumping to make it go to the top. Oh, my. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's not even like a, hey, still for sale. No. Oh, no, no, no. Hit no, me they up. Just, no. St- still just straight up or calling Price what it dropped. is. Give me a call. Nope. No, of course not. No. So it's just it's bad, you guys. It's all bad. And like, yeah, you may find a gem like someone mm-hmm. you used to work with is getting rid of like an elliptical or something for a good deal, whatever. And like that is a needle in a haystack. And this is a very, very big, very cringe, very uncomfortable haystack to be in to find that needle. So just right. don't. I know people who have really good success with Facebook Marketplace. Yep. I'm, I yeah. once I once gave away an entire pop machine full of soda. Did you give it away or did you sell it? We gave it away because it was okay. broken. Okay. Like the See? compressor was broken. Yeah. And I was like, someone who wanted to put money into this could totally do it and then have a little thing. And someone was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? I'll totally take it. Great. And they came and picked it up. And they came and picked it up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it still took like two weeks of people being like, I'm super interested. I'll be there in an hour. Yeah. And they didn't come. No. Ghosting. But, Constant ghosting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's dumb. Okay, Lindsay, what is a not dumb place? <laughs> what is a gold place to to donate slash sell your used junk. Um, I will give an honorable mention to uh, organizations like Dress for Success because I do think what they do is amazing because yes. first impressions really do matter. Yeah. And how often, um, you know, like if you learn about poverty and and all of those kinds of things, how it's always very cyclical. And so, Absolutely. you know, part of it is how do we help people who really need jobs get good jobs when they yes. don't have the money to have nice interview clothing. And so right. to have to have a nice and what that does for your state of mind when you're like Absolutely. I look good. Yes. And I feel good and I'm going to get this job cuz look at how good I look in my new clothes. Right. Yes. Like that matters. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. way to go dress it for success. It absolutely does. Yeah. I like them a lot. Mhm. But my gold choice is Habitat for Humanity's Restores. Yeah. So, a Habitat for Humanity Restore is an independently owned reuse store mm-hmm. operated by the local Habitat for Humanity. Um, and so, it accepts donations and sells home improvement items to the public at a fraction of the retail price. Yes. So, proceeds are used to help build strength, stability, self-reliance, and shelter in local communities and around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Restores, they're nonprofit. They take donations. Um 
the items they sell are available to the public and they do a nice job of trying to set it up kind of like a store. So it is yes. like there is a level of dignity of I'm going to go to the restore and I'm going to try to buy something. And you're shopping. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the prices are usually a bit better than like a little bit higher than like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army. Yeah. But they tend to be some better quality. Quality. Things. Right. Mm-hmm. So what is super great about the restore, and I think the thing that sets it apart from a lot of other places is if you are doing any kind of renovation or anything like that, you often have extra materials. Right. And they're not necessarily stuff that you can don't bring back to the store. Or right. if you've opened it and used one, the store will not take it back. Correct. So but what you can do is you can donate that stuff to the restore. So mm-hmm. if the restore is set up that usually with furniture in the front and household goods, so lamps and you know mm-hmm. sofas and all that kind of stuff but then in the back is a lot of construction materials and so right. if you are someone who is crafty or just interested in old stuff a lot of times you mm-hmm. can go in the back and there's just wood and sometimes mm-hmm. it's like molding like or trim work stuff or mm-hmm. bathroom tiles or like vintage door handle things that someone mm-hmm. for some reason wanted to get rid of in their house. And yep. you can just dig through the coolest possible space ever and try mm-hmm. to find things that will work for your project. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then what's even better is all of the proceeds from the restore go towards Habitat for Humanity. Habitat yeah. for Humanity is a nonprofit organization that has helped 29 million people in since 1976 construct, rehabilitate, or preserve their homes. In 2013, Habitat was the largest not-for-profit builder in the world. Why is Restore gold? Again, they have cool building supplies. So if you are like a legit person trying to finish a project or you're just someone who's fascinated by old stuff, you can go to the Restore and possibly save yourself a ton of time and money. Absolutely. So you find cool things. You have a place for those extra building things. Also, the Restore in a lot of places will pick up your stuff. So if you call them and say, I have a sofa that I would like to donate, they will come and get it from you, which Mm -hmm. is amazing. Yes. Um, But most of all, it is that any proceeds from a Habitat for Humanity Restore go right back into the community to help people have housing. Yes. And that is just a good, good thing. It is. Yeah. Habitat for Humanity has its critics. And it's not always perfect, but it does some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Carter can't be wrong about everything. And he <laughs> is a big supporter of Habitat for Humanity. Yes. And so it's just, it's a really nice way to not just have people donate money, but like, even yes. if you are someone who doesn't have a lot of extra money, but you have some extra stuff, yeah. um, you can donate that and support Habitat for Humanity, which is absolutely. a great thing. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. That is my gold. Habitat nice. Restore. Nice. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. So Lisa, do you have a gold place to donate or sell your used junk? <laughs> It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It's just so... I don't know. How how are we going to title this? Have we talked about that? We haven't. Uh, Good luck with show art. But (laughs) my gold place to (sighs) donate slash sell your used junk are local social services and nonprofits. So Mm -hmm. you can go to hhs.gov and it will have a listing of programs of social services in your area. Or you can call your county courthouse, um, social services, local welfare agencies to see who they recommend. Because typically 
if someone is utilizing one of their services, then everybody is aware of that family and their needs. So when you sign mm-hmm. up for services or you get recommended for services, it could be like, yeah, we need help paying our electric bill, whatever. Um, then you are also just kind of in the know for like, oh, our house flooded last month and we, you know, so now we don't have any furniture. So then if you call and you're like, hey, we're going to donate our couch, the social services worker or the social workers or whoever will have an idea of oh, hey, we know these families and you don't have to know the families, but they know the families that need, you know, stuff, which is great. I personally have had really good luck with that. We got rid of a a mattress and a couch and like a chair and a bunch of stuff because I called the county uh, social services and the social workers kind of divvied up of who their cases are and what they needed. And then like you, what's really nice is that they were able to come and pick it up because a lot of times even small social services services groups will have volunteers who work for them. So they'll have volunteer drivers or whatever that can come and pick things up. So I did not have to try to find a way to get my couch to the courthouse. They came and got it. And then they took it directly to that person's home, which is wonderful. So this is a straight donation. These places don't pay for your items. So if you want to sell them for a profit, this is not going to be a place for you to do that. But you do get a tax receipt, which gives you a potential tax break. So it's kind of like selling in that sense. You get something Mm -hmm. back from it if you want that. Some reasons why it's gold. It's local, which I think is always great. Again, like yours, you feel like it's actually helping. It doesn't feel like, I don't know where this is going. I don't know if it's going to be used properly, whatever. It's just like, I trust in this local organization who knows these families, who knows these people to take this and do what's best. Um, again, you can arrange for them to come pick up larger things. And there's no haggle. That is there's, my gold. The local There places. is nothing better than, like, everyone I know who works in kind of local organizations, whether that is, like, county level or even just like you know food shelves or whatever Mm -hmm. they do they have their finger on the pulse so completely of of their population and what what is needed and so it's nice to be able to like go to these people that you then see you know so like my -hmm. friend natalie is amazing and i see her at meetings and i see her out in the community and i Mm -hmm. also know i can call her and be like hey I got this. Do you need it? And she yep. will tell me like, no, I don't need it. Thanks. You yes. know, or be like, yes, drop it off. I'll get it to the right people. Exactly. And, and there's exactly. something great about that. And I know, yes, I know her. Like yes. she is a real person. Exactly. Or they'll be like, oh, you know, I don't. But let me check with my coworker and their families yeah. and see if there's anybody there. And like, I think in this time where there's a lot of economic uncertainty, right. I think we all think we know how to help. But the very best thing that you can do right, right. now is to contact your local local yeah. uh, organizations and be like, Absolutely. what do you actually need? Because some right. of them might need money and some of them might need you to bake bread or, you know, like yeah. find the ways that they actually need help. Yeah. So that's my gold. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Thank you. Thank it's you. A good one. Okay, Lindsay. So hit <laughs> us with that recap, please. And tell our listeners how they can vote this week. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices, my garbage choice of Craigslist, and Lisa's garbage choice of Facebook Marketplace using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices, my gold choice of Habitat for Humanity's Restore Stores, mm-hmm. and Lisa's uh, gold of local organizations using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. And you can head over to Facebook on Tuesdays. We post polls over there as well. And so you can vote over there for our garbage and gold. Thank you. We like to hear what you guys think. We like chatting with you about your choices. So get up on our feeds and tell us all of your feelings about all the things. And every week we share with you the poll results Mm -hmm. and our favorite listener comments and anything else we're feeling at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) 
So every week yeah. we share the poll results yeah. and other things. And other things. <laughs> and other duties as assigned. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if exactly. you haven't already done so, if you could please go over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe. We would really appreciate that. And if you want more of us, including extended editions of episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash garbagegoldpod. There's bonus stuff and extended episodes, and we're curating more content for that place very soon, so it's it's exciting news there. And also... If you leave a review slash recommendation on our Facebook page, you are automatically entered to win a swag drawing. And we're going to do this for two more weeks. So we've had two winners. We're going to choose two more. And all you have to do to enter is leave us a review slash recommendation on Facebook. And uh, review and recommend us online. And then review and recommend us to your friends. Yeah. Because a personal recommendation is always the best way to get the word out. And then you can join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of vampire movies. (laughs) How do you feel about it? I've seen like two. So (laughs) (laughs) either I have a lot of movies to watch in the next week. Um, Can I call Twilight? Because that's all I've got. Only if you go for gold. <laughs> Is it gonna be your gold? It's probably like uh, <laughs> uh Well, okay, have I seen oh I've seen two okay, so I've seen the Twilight movies and I've seen one other vampire movie. So Twilight either is garbage or gold, depending on how I feel. <laughs> I bet I know how you feel. <laughs> I think it's gonna have to be gold and that makes me really sad. Oh my god, really? <laughs> No, well, maybe I'll watch a movie this week. I love it. Yep. Love it's it. gonna be great. Okay. Again, veto, veto. <laughs> <sighs> it's been a movie. It'd been, it'd been a movie. It'd been a minute since we'd done movies, and I was like, oh yes. yeah, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Just that'll in time good. for scare your children so they leave you alone during quarantine. I mean, please watch a vampire movie. Please, let's let's though. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.